My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Boom! And Pete's back. Hey, welcome back to Conservative Daily Podcast. If, if you didn't miss me from this morning, it's only been a couple hours. Uh, we have, we're, we're joined by Pete Santilli. He doesn't really need much of an introduction, but I'll introduce him anyway. Um, Pete, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. You know, uh, a little bit about myself. I'm a, you know, I'm a talk show host, have been since uh, 2011. Uh, I came out of corporate America, worried about my country uh and in the game ever since and things have gotten progressively worse i was concerned as a you know a news nut an information junkie that we were being lied to so i got into independent media uh and then just started going down the quote unquote the proverbial rabbit hole uh at first they started calling me a conspiracy theorist and then every bit of news that we covered actually the truth started to materialize um and then leading up to most recently, um, uh, today, you know, the election fraud since November 2020, I've been investigating uh, this election fraud stuff. I think I've got a pretty good handle on it. But, uh, you know, on top of that, I will also say that I was uh, doing the same thing that I'm doing now, except by broadcast to the world the truth about what the Obama administration was doing to rancher Clive and Bundy and West Western ranchers. They didn't like that and uh, became a political prisoner. They held me for 619 days. You know, I, I have a little bit of sympathy, a lot of sympathy for our January 6th Patriots because they don't deserve what they're getting. I already went through it, but here we are. Uh, I walked out the door. I know those, those men and women will, um, and uh, the truth will be revealed. The veil will be lifted, and it's an honor to be on your show. We're actually streaming you out on yeah, our show you're streaming on both ends so we're we're i i think we are going to be uh <laughs> we're on 11 different platforms and now we are on pete's show as well um i i gotta tell you pete when i first when i first met you i i had watched some of your your shows and i'm like that's my spirit animal and then we were <laughs> we were we were at the uh, uh truth summit and you were wearing i think was it a Bengals jersey yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, go Steelers. And you were like, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm from uh, Cincinnati, we're broadcasting. I'm, uh, you know, back in my bunker surrounded by concrete wall, thankfully, uh, here in Cincinnati. But it was great uh, to be at your place here most yeah. recently to support the Arizona Patriots here just a few days ago. 
was great to be in in Denver. Um, it was an honor to be there. So, um, well, and we're and we're working the problem, and that you know one of the things that Pete and I have been talking about with others, and we brought a bunch of leaders to the same room and said, all right, look, we have to work the problem, and so starting a tour that will go into 2023. It's a thousand cities. We want to be in a thousand cities and we want to send people to those cities just to have a conversation with the community about what it means to be a greater magistrate. Um, this country is founded on of the people, for the people, by the people, and we need to honor that. And that means we're going to have to stand up and make hard decisions and, and tell these uh, politicians, not statesmen, these aren't statesmen, they're politicians, um, who they should answer to. Because right now we're, it's institutional slavery. That's what we're living in right now. It's absolutely in, insane. Um, you know, in, in the voting process uh, that we've been talking about there, the cycle every four or two years, you know, well, if you don't like the system, just vote those people out. Now we've discovered that Can't that do that. doesn't work. I mean, they just lord over us and they're selected. They're chosen. Republican, Democrat, doesn't matter. They give them the slot. You think you're voting, but it's already predetermined through electronic voting machine fraud. Um, and, and that's that's not a conspiracy theory. We actually no. have forensic evidence of such. Yeah, so we have, um, we have, I want to put this up if we can. We have all of the elements of fraud in Arizona. Now, those elements of fraud extend, we talked about this morning with Clay Parikh, into areas like Virginia, Texas, uh, Georgia, Michigan. We, we know how the fraud exists. And what people are not aware of across the country and why people need to share the message and become an ambassador of truth. In other words, that, it's not enough for you to know the truth. You have to be able to speak the truth, articulate it. So being able to study this information and say, did you know? Like this, here's the evidence. Here, read it yourself. This is not made up. It's not hyperbolic statements. These are, this is real information. Um, and here's the place you can go to validate it. Um, but what we have in Arizona is we have, I mean, we were just talking about it before we moved over here. How many ballots? 120,000? It's a hundred. And 20, yeah, almost 120,000 Republicans went to the polls. Uh, they cast their ballot. The way it works out, the way the, t uh, the, the numbers are, are being published on the Secretary of uh, State's website. I'm getting it directly from the government website. 119,000 Republicans cast their ballot for the treasurer, right? That vote was counted for the treasurer. But those 119,000 Republicans did not vote for the governor. That's exactly what the numbers mean. And they don't lie. Uh, now, I published this, and we're going to go to the bottom uh, when, when we get there, go to the bottom of it. It's 119,000. If we scroll down, uh, I'm just going to highlight a couple of things. Um, not only did I look at, I figured maybe it's an anomaly. Maybe everyone's all fired up about voting for the treasurer. Uh, but I went back in time. Uh, this, is a, this is the 2022 results. 119,000 total ballots cast for Republicans for treasurer, but they did not vote for the Republican governor. Now let's go down to 2018. In 2018, now this is the way you would see it. Most uh, people, you know, they vote for governor, maybe not the treasurer of the down ballot. But uh, total ballots cast for the governor, but not the treasurer, was 23,887. So there were less votes for the treasurer. And then go down to 2014. Yeah, so in 2014... Here we go. 368,000 cast their votes for the governor, but not for the treasurer. All right. And then 2010, you see, is 2010 results is 
total ballots cast for the governor, but not for the treasurer, was 127,000. So we now have a circumstance where the first time in recent history, as the Republicans in Arizona cast their ballots for the governor, for the uh, treasurer, not the governor, by a margin of 119,000. That, Joe, I mean, can, can we call it, it's not an anomaly, it's an outright display. I mean, where did the, I mean, where did they go? Where did they go? Where did they go? And, and here's the other thing is that there is, there's absolutely no conversation, zero conversations that are happening right now on either side of the aisle. The Republicans aren't talking about it. Everyone's remaining quiet. The media is not talking about it. They're just trying to play cover and say, nothing to see here. Everything's fine. It wasn't, they didn't just go down in Republican areas. They went down in areas across the country. They said it was 20%, then it was 30%. Find out it's 49% of the precincts had trouble with the machines on election day. If we dig into all of those things that represent disenfranchisement, I mean, you essentially have to stop the election. Oh, hold on a second. We have caused so many yes. people and shooed them away. There was so much confusion that you would have to redo the election. In normal circumstances, if, it, if, we, if we weren't in present day fraud, normal circumstance, they would say, stop it. We got to redo this thing. So we just messed it up. There's people that are out in the parking lot. They're waiting for three hours. They're going to different precincts. And you got disenfranchisement as a result of the outages. I believe that they were, you know, I can conspiracy theorize and say there were selective outages. It was by design that right. those, those ballots went into the box. Um, but uh, we now have a circumstance where we literally caught them outright. Because, Joe, you and I know, if we were to take a look at all of those treasurer ballots, would we see all of those ballots Cast for the treasurer and the governor block left blank. You think, what's the probability of that happening? It, it's not. And, and I think that's where we have, we have to start looking there and we have to start looking at the, here's the problem. All right, let's just, let's just call it what it is. It doesn't matter. There is no transparency in the process. The mm. ballots went to Runbeck. They went to the ballot printing company. And said, well, they can actually print them on a, they can actually count them on a high-speed counter. That's why we're sending them there. We're sending them to the place that can print ballots. They, they print ballots there. And they said, well, they have a high-speed scanner, so we're going to send them there. So they Run sent them. The, Say that again, because people, I don't, want them, I don't want them to just gloss over that fact. Runbeck handles what? Runbeck handles the printing of the ballots and is <laughs> owned by the same PE firms that have invested in the voting systems, which, by the way, we're not allowed to have access to those names. Yeah, you, you have private, you have private individuals around the world that are investing in these private equity firms that are then buying out our election systems and the people that that, that run the ballots. And and by by the way, while people are running away from printing, you have PE firms that are running towards the ones that are printing what ballots. You have them running towards the ones that are what have the machines. And, and I'm not talking about just Runbeck. You have Stellar Printing. You have Cathedral Printing, which is Cathedral Corporation, that have come out of nowhere buying up different companies everywhere and, and hiding. And if you look at, we did, we did a thing on this. If you look at the people that are tied to those ballot printing companies, they're the same people that are tied to election managers and people in positions of power in elections in multiple states. It's a cabal. I mean, this is, this is a 
cabal. And if you look at who they've given money to, 100%, 100% of that money goes towards Democrat, very, very, very radical candidates mm. through ActBlue. Yeah, there's a, there's a, uh, a circular firing squad of sorts happening right now. I'm speaking to, and I'm not going to name any of them. I'm just going to broad stroke and say all of them are corrupt, if right. you don't mind me saying so. In the state legislature, yeah. Republicans, conservatives, are literally being fed information and they're thinking that, you know, a legal action will come. Well, let me share with you what they're waiting for. They're being told, oh, a legal action needs to come. Well, guess what? I spoke with somebody very influential today who said that legally they cannot take action until five days after the election is certified. So can you imagine that we're going to have to literally pausing right now? The legislators are waiting for the certification. Once that happens, what do you think we're going to be looking like? We're going to be disputing the certified you can't election. can't do anything. Yeah, once the election's certified, which happens in a couple of weeks, the game is done. You you don't have any other recourse. We, we went through not- the same thing last time where they, they want us to kick the can, kick the can, give us hopium, 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 hopium. We get down yes. the look, the fraud is in the machines. It is not on the outside of the machines. It is not mounted to the machines. It is not a bunch of people that are out there mewling. This had happened, yes, but that is not where the fraud occurs. The fraud occurs inside of this black box. Yes. Dominion, ESNS, Smartmatic, Diabold, right. up to Seidel, up to Edison, right, and then out to the people. It is so complicated and meant to be so complicated. And by shipping yes. those ballots back to Runbeck in the place where they actually print the ballots. They print them there. I'm going to count the ballots there. There's no chain of custody. There's a third drawer that those ballots disappeared. You have disenfranchised voters that couldn't actually vote on voting day. The gig's up. We're done with it. We want in and 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 we have the we have the the demand letter. And that demand letter runs out today, does it not, Apollo? It does. In fact, uh if you would oh, yeah. like I sent a I sent a letter on top of that. Uh, to all of the legislators, my team, we built the database, the county election officials, all of them, 15 county supervisors, and all the state legislators. And if you'd like, I can just run down it real quick to let them know um, if, if, you would, uh, if you want me to. Yeah, please. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, so here's how it began. Uh, the 2022 Arizona election is an absolute farce, and the people of Arizona have zero confidence in any of the results reported thus far. Since 2020, all Americans, especially Arizona voters, expected that over a two-week, a two-year period, elected officials would have plenty of time to fix the electoral systems. Two years later, it's obvious that things have gotten even worse. And based on my conversations with several senators and House members, the same people who have failed to correct what happened in 2020 are not even familiar with the term insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So the people of Arizona are disgusted. They've got zero trust in our voting system. And at the same time, they're somewhat fearful of speaking publicly about their distrust of the 2022 election results because they've been abandoned by their elected officials who purport to be advocates for election integrity. And I'm going to stop right there. And that letter is at our website here, and I've sent it out. Uh, But I also said you have until essentially the close of business today. we're not asking for a redo. The people of Arizona are not asking for a redo. Who would want to redo that mess? I would never. It's like franchising a really bad idea. You know what I mean? Like, why would you redo that that mess? 
you you Off wouldn't you wouldn't not you wouldn't audit. redo it no you wouldn't redo it not an audit of the system we already know how that works the machine counts going to match up with the ballot count because runbeck says how many ballots do we how many fake ballots do we need to print up and joe here's what i wanted to mention to you last night there was a great call where you know, the word is going to go out. We want family members to come together. It's a great yeah. civic experience learning the First Amendment and going to the front steps of the state legislature with your family members peacefully and say, here we are. You can't delete us from the Internet. We're right here. We're discussing. We want a new election right now. And it was revealed that Runbeck, as re they released at a certain point, I think there's a whistleblower right now that's saying this, all English-speaking employees were removed from Runback. What? I yes, heard about sir. this. I heard about this. Yes, sir. That needs kept, to be investigated. And they just kept all the illegals. Is that correct? That's correct. And so you have illegals people, counting the vote of Arizonians. You have people that are not Americans counting the Americans' vote, not understanding the process, all in, in an effort to give Katie Hobbs to, to steal the voice of the... Pete, I want to back up for a minute. Yes, sir. I, 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 want, I want to back up a minute. Yeah. I, I want to back up because I think it's important for people to understand one thing. When your voice is stolen on an election, you put people in positions of authority so they can change laws and, and legislate on behalf of the people, right? It's true? That's right. Yeah. Yes, sir. But here's the part that people don't understand. Here's the people that, what people aren't, that aren't paying attention to at all is that they're also changing the fundamentals of the state constitutions in states. And they That's are right. taxing the people of each state because in Arizona, they had a bill that passed that, that raised taxes in Arizona. Okay, raised taxes because people voted for that. People voted to, so now they're taxation without representation. They're putting people in positions to change their state constitution and they're changing laws and they're changing things by having those representation out of federal level and at a state level telling you force feeding it down your throat saying you will take this this is what you want while people are like yeah. this isn't what i want this isn't what i want how i want to live my life i don't want my kids to be groomed and you're forcing that down my throat that that's institutional that's making your we're just waking up to the idea that you're slaves you yeah. are a slave I went and I took a pause on that, on that letter and I want to emphasize a point and I want to tell every single person right now, you have a dog in this fight in the following regard. I asserted with the state legislature that me, as an Ohio citizen, I want to inform each and every one of those people that I intend to personally sue the state of Arizona and each of them personally for failing to protect our southern border. By installing a governor that has no intention of protecting our nation from human sex trafficking, drug trafficking, terrorist infiltration, and uncontrolled invasion of the United States of America. Me in Ohio, you in New York, Pennsylvania, Washington, we literally have a doorway to all of these cartel movements of drug traffickers, gun traffickers, and an invasion, and I'm going to sue them. I have a dog in this fight right now. With the way this election is going, Ohio's going to be impacted because they're going to be shagging all of these criminals and, and MS-13 gang members into Ohio, Pennsylvania. So we all have a dog in this fight, don't we? We absolutely Amen. have it. Yeah, we, we all have it. And it starts, by the way, today. So people from all over the country, we, I know of 
caravans that are headed from different states, different groups that are heading to Arizona right now. I know of groups in Arizona that are, and they keep saying, what's the plan? Well, here's the plan. It's organic. You get there, you bring a tent, bring lots of water, you bring food, you bring provisions. We only have very few rules. So if anybody walks up in the militant tone, we had this last night, did we not, Pete? We, we, we had a meeting of, of groups and a group came in and said, you know, we're, we've been doing this for two months and this is us and we're the, right, waha, which is waha. And every, all the other groups were texting me, Joe, what is, that, what is going, who are these people? Never even heard of them before, right? Is that not, is that not true? I felt uncomfortable. I was like, yeah. oh my, that's not what we were talking about just the other day. We said, we, the people coming together, we want families to go yeah. and to be present. Next thing you know, mm. people are talking about like, you know, anything crazy stuff, illegal, unlawful activity. Yeah. Uh, I want no part of that. And, and that we, we built a plan and we're going to implement the plan. It starts tomorrow and we're going to honk and run. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, let's, let's do a honk and run protest for three hours. No, 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 no. Oh, so we, we shut it down last night. We're like, no, Hey, listen, this, you don't get to walk in here and bark orders at the other groups. The other groups are here to work together. And after they left, after we kicked them out, it was great. It was the, the conversation was good. We, everyone got to contribute. This is the direction you want to go in. Okay. You want to do that? You want to, uh, And I was like, okay, well, if they want to do that, then let's do that. That, that makes sense. We you know what that is? What's that? You know what that was? It was exactly what we were talking about. Self-policing. Yeah. And you're, if you're in the crowd and, and you go to a large group, like in DC, you got a million people standing there. And somebody starts barking out something that's unlawful. You got to self-police and say, whoa, hold on a second. You need to go. That's not what we're about. We're here to peacefully assemble. Last night, what happened was we self-police. We said, no, 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 you're out of here. Go somewhere else with your your secret patriot party and your operation and OPSEC this. And a, no, we're fully transparent. We want to gather together in the name of Jesus Christ out in fr on the front porch of the state legislature. We want to barbecue. Bring your wife, bring your children. Let's be present. Let's be known. Let's be peaceful and do so in massive numbers like they're doing in Brazil. Right? Well, and when we, when we talk about, we, we talk about the things that are, that are happening, like the things that we're seeing, we know that the feds, and we, we know that they're scared. We know they're scared. We not only know they're scared, we know that they're, they're, they're paying people to say certain things in the media. We know that they're pushing a narrative out there because they're afraid because the people are finally said, Hey, look, and by the way, I have, there's gangs that are going to show up that hate each other. They, they exist in, in, in Arizona. There's biker groups that are coming together and they're like, listen, yep. for, for right now, Joe's right. Pete's right. We we're a fraternity. We're, we're, we're Americans. We are brothers and sisters, and we're going to stand together, and we're going to shut it down. There, there's now a movement, and, and guys, this is a movement you have to get behind. Here's the movement. You ready? Walk into your place of work, go to change your W-2, and train, change it to exempt. The money all just comes to you. You don't have to pay it at the end of the year. If we decide to pay it, if we decide to pay it, now you get 20 million, 50 million, 100 million people that says, I'm not giving the government $1. How quickly are we going to shut it down? We shut down the city. We get our free and fair election on paper with an ID 
in person. We'll even relent. Give you two or three days. We'll do it. We'll give you, we'll give it to you. But we will do things where we can see it transparently, where we count the ballots at the precinct level. And for those of you that say, you gotta, you gotta count them. You gotta count the, all the all the ballots together. There's too many of them. The largest precinct in the state of Arizona is 3,700. That's the largest. I can count 3,700 ballots in a day, even if there's 30 different things on the ballot. I can count it in a day. I can count it. And you have a Republican and Democrat, and it's transparent. And then that, that precinct then puts that information out there saying, here are the ballot numbers. Take a picture of put it onto a website. I don't, I don't need Seidel. I don't need Runbeck. I don't need Edison. I don't need them. I don't need them at all. Right. Instead of, and instead of spending $100 million on a voting system, I'd rather take that $100 million and pay people on election day every right. single year to go out there and let the voice of the American people be heard. Because by the way, it won't cost you $100 million, It'll cost you $20 million. It will right. save $80 million. So they can send that to Ukraine too, I guess. You know, I have just a couple of minutes here and I have to break away. But right. you know who Clinton Curtis is, right? Yeah. Clinton Curtis, whistleblower. He's a Democrat. He's, he said, you guys are late to the party. For 20 years, we've been complaining about election fraud. But he blew the whistle. He designed the program to rig the elections in the machines. He was the first one. He did it for the Republicans, for the Bush administration. He blew the whistle. He gave testimony to Congress. He said that we can actually put the ballot. We lost your audio, Pete. Lost your audio. There we go. Just counting it, call it out. Lost your audio. Put it on. Right? Put on the camera. But real time, hey, you can count, they're counting the votes. They call it out. Hey, you Pete. see the ballot. Yep. Yeah, just, I Hello. want to make sure there was a. Yeah, just look. I want to make sure. Yeah, we're getting a, audio back in from you. Yeah, we're getting audio back in from you. You got audio back in from me? And it's delayed. Yeah, you're delayed. So it we lost delayed. you for a second and yeah, now everything's coming back. So we lost you for a second. Are we doing okay now? Still delayed. Still delayed. Still delayed. Yeah, about four seconds. Is that correct? Yeah, about four seconds. Okay. I apologize, but I'm, I'm going to go. Um, continue on. Talk to our audience. I will uh, be talking to you, Joe. Hey, Thank you God bless you. I'll call you. I'll call you after this. We're going to run hey, through stuff God about FTX. I'll call, you, I'll call you after this. We're going to run through stuff about no, FTX. Yep. Here we go. Thanks, Peace. This is good. And before we move on, today's show is sponsored by Augusta Precious Metals. They help retirement savers use gold IRAs to diversify and hedge against this crazy economy. Augusta is different. They don't push fear and doom like some gold IRA companies. They're all about compliance, transparency, and educating people to protect their retirement. Augusta has thousands of five-star ratings and hundreds of great reviews. Their most famous customer, quarterback Joe Montana, Loved the company's mission so much, he's now their paid ambassador. Even Money Magazine says Augusta is the best gold IRA company. So don't get into a gold IRA nightmare. Protect your retirement savings with a reliable, transparent company. Get Augusta's free guide from their website. You can go to www.augustapreciousmetals.com. That is A-U-G-U-S-T-A, 
preciousmetals.com. A company that puts its money where its mouth is. Love it. Get the Augusta Precious Metals free gold IRA guide at www.augustapreciousmetals.com and do something now about protecting your retirement. So, you know, can I just comment real quickly yeah. on like what you guys were talking about? You know, we've been saying this all for a while. How, how many times? You've been for like a year now. Make it really simple. Count the precinct level. There's groups all over the country talking about that. They literally, they have pulled this this illusion and and filled our head with such nonsense that we literally sit here and think there's an actual argument to spending all these hundreds of millions of dollars for them not only to build this crap and then push it on us and then pay all these idiots, all this inflated things, inflated contracts, and then we go to court to say, show us what it is that we're paying all this money for so that you can tell us who won our elections. And then we have to pay more money in order to go through that process just so that they can deny it. When we could take our, like, I could take my 19-year-old brother down and count a whole precinct if we just stayed there all night. Well, you wouldn't need to. It's 3,700 ballots. I mean, no, but, I, I mean, but I'm saying, like, you could literally have a couple people just all over the state and they could do it. You have operational procedures in place that have been in place for 200 years. Yeah. We've been voting at the precinct level for hundreds of years. Only until they decided that they were going to make changes where ah, we're going to change this, change that. Now, ballot harvesting and muling was something that, that both sides have done for, I don't know, 100 years, maybe longer. Maybe since the beginning of time, they've been muling ballot, ballots, stealing people's voices. But this makes it more difficult when you have to have an ID in person and you force people to do the right thing. When you force people to have to say, look, this is the most important thing in your life. And you want to make it so easy. They don't make it easy because it's easy for, they want to hear the voice of the people. They want to make it so that they can steal your voice. And if that's not the case, then why are they fighting so hard against making sure that they can show us a transparent pathway to election results? Right? 100%. I mean, it applies to everything though. Right. I mean, the money, I mean, all, 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 all of these things, like the entire society, it's this level of backwards logic. You know what you're talking about? It's all got to be complicated. And then, then we have questions about that, that we engage in. We engage in these dialogues because we have for so long, assuming that this has to resemble reality at all. So I want to I dive into some of, the, some of the details that we have related to what, you know, why, you know, why elections. We, ha we have this FTX thing, right? That some, people of you, some of you know that people like Tom Brady and others, they, they were out there selling people, pimping this cryptocurrency, which as we're now figuring out, let me just show you the lineage. The money was sent into Ukraine. So U.S. government said, I'm going to give them $50 billion. They take the money, they put it into the FTX uh, cryptocurrency. That money is then funneled back in through FTX into super PACs and then distributed amongst Republicans and Democrats. Now, what I'm about to say is not going to be very popular. And those of you that haven't listened to me that are on Pete's channel, pay attention for a minute. The money did not just go to Democrats. It went to Republicans as well. What does that tell you about what we have inside of congressional walls and in leadership across the nation? Well, I'm going to tell you, it's a uniparty. It's one party. One party. It's one party of let's just see how we can divvy up the road and do as much harm to the American people as possible. Get back on your, you know, we, we, I had a journalist that came out to interview me that wrote this, this really bad hit piece on me. And um, 
he slipped up and said, why can't you respect the government apparatus? Didn't he? Yep. I went, yep. wait, what? What did you say? say? Say that one more time. And he had to change the question because he knew that at that moment I had caught him. He's just a CIA op. That's all he is. That's all these people are. But I want to play this because there is some courage happening, but I, I often wonder, is it Kabuki theater? Are we just dealing with more of the same lies from them? Here is uh, FTX. We, I guess we have his Twitter handle. And before I go into this Twitter handle for, for FTX, before I go into this, I want you to know, I'm going to say this, and for those of you that are on Twitter, you need to go to Twitter and you need to, you need to say to them, you have a decision to make, Elon. See, Conservative Daily Podcast is blocked. Conservative Daily is blocked on um, Twitter right now. And I'm blocked on Twitter right now. What he should have done on day one is walked in and gave everybody back their accounts. But now he's walking the line and he's keeping people on the moderation side that will not allow people to talk about facts related to election fraud. Not allowed to have dialogue about election fraud. So the moderators on, on Twitter may be letting people talk freely about anything and everything other than the, the very roots of what we are as a nation. So Elon, you have a decision to make. You said, uh, you know, Twitter use is at an all-time high. I go to Twitter just to figure out if they're going to let me back on. I was, I was canceled for 12 hours. I use the account because I, I'm not allowed back on to, you know, I was one of the first people who got banned in, in November of 2020, right? But now I go back on, I, I watch as people are like, oh, we're going to follow you on, on conservative. I can't say anything though, because I'm blocked now for, first it was for 12 hours. And then I put up a post saying, I, I guess there's not really free speech on Twitter yet. Maybe we can get there at Elon Musk. And then I put up a post talking about the fact that the fraud is in the machines, it's in the mail-in ballots, and every expert out there, every public-facing expert out there that's an expert, Clay Parikh, Sean Smith, Jeff O'Donnell, people that are willing to put themselves out there who have done red hat, white hat, pen testing, penetration testing, they're all saying the same thing. The system is fraudulent. And all this fraud adds up to this amount of evidence that the machines were designed to defraud the American voters. So I put something up there that was very simple. And now I'm off, we're off for seven days. And it says that you, and they put a disclaimer underneath it that says it's the safest, safest, fairest election in U.S. history again. So Elon, you have, you have a decision to make. Go ahead, Apollo. Oh, no, that was good. I, uh, uh, I reached out to them. I was just going to say I reached out to Twitter because like Facebook, I haven't, I looked through all my stuff. I haven't got anything that says, what terms, anything like that. I just requested for a second time yesterday for them to tell us what exactly we violated and what content they're claiming did. So I haven't gotten that, but you're, you're right. They do have a choice. Okay, so put this up there. This is FTX, CEO of FTX. Why does it say FBF? That's a Sam Bankman-Fried. Oh, okay. All right. Um. So this is the guy. A million people follow him. Just uh, before we go on, you know, the next cut uh, is in the same line of thought. But you notice his look at his profile picture. Yeah. You notice anything? Doesn't look like him. Well, nah, it kind of looks like him in like a you know derpy character way. Uh, what do you notice about it, his shirt? I'm looking at it. You see that symbol there? Yeah. That look like anything to you? I had eyeballs. What is it supposed to look like? 
To me, it looks really clearly like one of those symbols that the FBI put out a while ago that they debunked, right? That they fact-checked. Which one's that? I'll show you. I, I have a feeling we're going to get a little bit of, I'm about to get some, like, Tory knowledge or something dropped in my forehead. Here, I'll show you right now. Tell me, guys, I know some of you have probably seen this before. So first, let's put his thing up again, right? Okay. All right. All right. See, the All right. See the shirt. See the shirt. See the shirt. All right. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh. Are you serious? What's that? Girl I, lover? Yeah, I just I noticed it. I didn't notice it the first time, and then I saw I looked at that picture again. So I looked him up on Twitter to see if his account was still up. That's a little weird. That's that's really weird, actually. And and would not surprise me based on what we know about him. It just gets worse and worse. Okay, but here, we're going to pivot for a minute because I think it's important. We, we did actually win the House. Not that that makes much of a difference other than we're going to be opening up investigations and sharing stuff with the American people. But I want to be clear that we're never going to get past Arizona. We're going to get to Arizona, put a million people, two million, three million pe people. The people of Brazil are fighting like crazy in order to have a free and fair election. They know there's fraud there. They've gathered by three, four million. And now they've the the powers to be the elite are trying to strip them of their bank accounts of those three to four million people. Strip them of their bank accounts. What what do you think they're gonna try and do here? What do you think they're trying to do here? Same thing. But let's go ahead and play this. This is a press conference on the Hunter Biden laptop. This is Jim Jordan. He is not controlled opposition. He's a good dude. But this this particular thing is talking about all the information they've thus been able to collect on Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Go ahead and play it. The investigation reveals a family that engaged with some of America's most powerful adversaries, planning to sell one of the largest sources of cobalt for electric vehicles in the world to the Chinese, for example. The Bidens flourished and became millionaires by simply offering access to the family. Among the dozens of shell companies the Bidens set up, there were millions of dollars of wire transfers, flights on Air Force Two, to conduct personal business and meetings with heads of state, all while Joe Biden was aware of what was happening. All the while, he turned a blind eye. Many transactions related to these businesses have raised red flags at U.S. banks. A suspicious activity report, or SAR, is a document a bank must file with the Treasury Department when a transaction is suspected to be related to money laundering or fraud or other types of criminal activity. According to media reports, the Biden family accumulated over 150 SARs. One SAR generated by an American bank to the Treasury Department connects Hunter Biden and his business associates to international human trafficking, among other illegal activities. What? The money Wait, that was what? being made from foreign principals in the same room as Joe Biden yeah. was increasingly spent on furthering... Uh-oh. Human trafficking. It's all in the, the Marco Polo report. There's a whole section on this stuff. This, this is unbelievable. This is, uh, this is unbelievable. For those of you who are on Pete's uh, channel, yes, uh, Pete had to take off. We are going to be sharing this information with you. We also have some information related to Arizona we'll be sharing with you as well. But uh, I want to show you some of the other things that came out of this um, press conference. Pretty damning stuff. Um, let's go ahead and play 
let's go ahead and play the next cut if we can. And Jim Jordan gets right into it. So there's a couple of these we're going to play. But let's play A2. This is the connections to China. Let's go ahead and play it. Sherwin was the gas, the energy they don't want us to have. By President Obama to a position in the administration. After an apparent falling out with Sherwin, Hunter began coordinating business himself and increasingly the deals brought in Joe Biden as a direct equity holder. One of these deals involves the sale of American natural gas to China. Evidence suggests Joe Biden had a 10% equity stake through his son. And behind Glenn and Andrew is a map from Hunter's laptop. This was a PowerPoint presentation on his laptop in Chinese that uh, they used in working with the Chinese. Now, let's think about this for a second. At a time when Americans are suffering from high energy prices because of this administration's terrible energy policy, we find evidence that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were involved in a scheme to try to get China to buy liquefied natural gas and from a whistleblower to try to get their foot in the door Okay, that's not enough. Let's just get right to it because that wasn't it. That's not the most damning thing. You have waste fraud and abuse crimes. It is even worse. And and by the way, they're taking the gloves off. And the Democrats are saying that we're going to mount another campaign to come out and say this is all fake news because that's what they did in 2020, right? Let's go ahead and play this next one. The Biden administration has answered none of our requests for information regarding the Biden family or the financial transactions they engaged in. Instead, the Biden administration has spent over a quarter of a billion dollars to staff to, quote, deflect Hunter storage. Protecting the president's son who has committed crimes with Americans' tax dollars is a waste. The domestic and international scheme that promised access to wealth in a future Biden administration constitute fraud. And the president's participation in enriching his family is, in a word, abuse of the highest order. Rooting out waste, fraud, and abuse will be the primary goal of a Republican House Oversight Committee. As such, I, I don't, I mean, I mean, I hate to tell you guys that it's not going to get much better as we go down this, um, but here's, here's a summary of the crimes, and then Jim Jordan's going to talk. Let's go ahead and play that one. Day four. Many Republicans have uncovered evidence of federal crimes committed by and to the benefit of members of the president's family. These include conspiracy or defrauding the United States, wire fraud. Conspiracy to commit wire fraud, violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, violations of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act, tax evasion, money laundering, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. The Biden family's business dealings implicate a wide range of criminality from human trafficking to potential violations of the Constitution. In the 118th Congress, this committee will evaluate the status of Joe Biden's relationship with his family's foreign partners and whether he is a president who is compromised or swayed by foreign dollars and influence. Now, remember, guys, we haven't had like Republican control of anything in Congress since 2018. Even then, it wasn't real because it was all a bunch of rhinos. That was, that was Trump's biggest uh, biggest hurdle when he was actually in office. He was fighting against all these, you know, all these turncoats. But but you have this happening right now. And who, who do they want to nominate to be the speaker? <laughs> it's Kabuki Theater, guys. You know what this is designed to do? This is designed to get you not to go to Arizona. That's why they did this. 
It's designed to get you not to stand in the street and have your voice heard collectively as the people. That's what this is designed to do. No, we're going to go after Joe Biden. We're going to do it with what you asked us to do. We're going to go after a half-dead imbecile that can't read a teleprompter and is laughing hyena vice president. <laughs> and somewhere along the line, that's supposed to satisfy your thirst for what they've done to you over the last two years. Has it? Is it enough? Is that enough? Is, did it want to put you back on the track? Nothing to see here. Please go back out there. Give us our money. We'll send it over to Ukraine. We're going to feed the rest of the world while we steal, rob, and take from you. We're going to give you substandard education. We're going to make you groom your children to be gay dinosaurs and furries. We're going to let the border come open so that we can sex traffic for the elite. We're going to do all of those things. But you know what? We're going to go after Joe Biden, a guy that literally will be dead in a couple years anyway. That's what they're telling you. And you're satisfied with that. No, we take it all back, every bit of it back. We get our free elections back. We get our taxes under control. We shrink the federal government. We put people that are statesmen at every level of government whose sole job is to go to the people and say, what do you need? Walk by the lobbyist, push them aside. Excuse me, you guys, you'll have your chance. Maybe you could talk to someone else uh, 10 years ago. We're done with you. I'm sorry, what do you need? Oh, you need education? Oh, wait. You need job training in high school so that people that don't want to go to college won't be treated like a second-class second citizen? Oh, you need the education system to give you an education that when you get out of college, you actually have the skills that put you on a path of success? Okay, we're going to handle that for you. Excuse me, I didn't ask you, Mr. Lobbyist, to talk yet. Yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll have your chance. Oh, what else do you want? Oh, you want our roads to not be toll roads so that everywhere you go, it erodes your ability to feed your family? Okay, we're going to do that. We're going to limit and reduce taxes. We're going to make sure that we put things back into the people's hands at a local level. What else do you want? That is how we're going to handle things going forward. That is how you take back your nation. You ignore those people who feel entitled and you stop the corruption. Are you going to get rid of all of it? No. And as it is often said, you're going to replace one asshole with another. In other words, we're going to put people in those positions and they're going to be like, I'm powerful. We saw it happen last night, didn't we, Apollo? Oh, yeah. Last night he says, no, no, no. You're going to do it our way or get out. And when these groups come into town and people come into town, you just send them to us and we'll tell them what the ROEs are. We'll tell them what the comms are. And all you guys need to fall into place. Did, isn't that what they said? Yep. And what did I say? No, thank you. I was like, hey, with all due respect, get off the call. I don't even know you guys. And by the way, your name's Team America? Really? That sounds like a Fed group. And inside of this deal, you want to shut down and do illegal activity? No. No. See, we don't do illegal activity. That's why it's called organic. Okay. Hey, did you see the, the video I sent? <sighs> Which one? Okay, so this is kind of, this is a, uh, this is a, not really a tangent. It's exactly what you were just talking about. I just found this really interesting. I don't know if it's the same group, uh, but I found it really fascinating. Uh, this I don't know when this video was actually shot, but it was put up on Twitter today. Uh, check this out, just the beginning. All right. All right, hold on. Let me make sure that everybody can hear it. 
It's just I'm just gonna play the audio at the beginning because that's all you need to hear. Yeah, Remember what he probably, just said. You should probably read it too, right? Yep. So it says XDA agent Jose Rosari says, says war on drugs is a game. This is AP. Jose Rosari says they called themselves Team America, a group of jet-setting, high-living federal agents and prosecutors who were supposed to be fighting the war on drugs. What? What? Team what? America. Play it one more time. What was the people? Oh, my gosh. Jose Rosari says serious? they called themselves Team America. A group of jet-setting, high-living federal agents and prosecutors who were supposed to be fighting the war on drugs. What? What was the name of the group that came in last night? Team America. Are you serious? I wrote it down, and I have it recorded. And they said, yeah, and I, I'm the whatever leader of Team America. So I don't know. I don't know, because I have, I, I, I was told one of these people might be someone who's on the call. I didn't see them. But uh, here, here's what I find is funny. I'm going to just put this up on top. Oh my gosh! This is uh. So look at look at what they're saying. This whole video, if you listen to it, it's weird. So you notice all this image of them talking. Not one time does this video have them actually talking. It's all that narrator. And the whole thing is, yeah, the drug war is unwinnable, and we were just enriching ourselves. We knew that. Like what? Like what is that? So a bunch of federal agents are coming out. This to me sounds like I don't know what you call it, like pink pilling. They're coming out and they're they're trying to give us some little fluff to be like, oh, we're sorry, we 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 turn the other cheek, so we're gonna like everybody knows the drug trade is is nonsense. Everyone is awake. It's a weird it's a weird little thing to come out and like like bless us with like you're gonna admit something something really bad. But Team America, it just, it was way too weird after the call last night. I would love to know if they're involved with them. I don't, I'm, I'm literally just, was, wow. And you should have heard what they said, right? You weren't on the original call with, with one of these guys. No, I wasn't. Yeah, so they, they said they've been planning it for two months. And I go, how in the how world have you been, been planning, planning it for two months? <laughs> I, I said, it's been two weeks. I mean, I know that there's dog years. Maybe, maybe that's going to turned it into two months. Uh, maybe they yellow boxed us. They yellow boxed us. All right, so let's. Uh, I want to move on if I can to Jim Jordan. Actually, no. A five. This is this. This tells us what the target is. Seven seconds. Go ahead and play it. Want to be clear. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, and that's where the committee will focus in this next Congress. What did I say before? Now I want you to pay attention to this, but the reality of it is, is that we have to take back our country. If you want to wait for someone else to do it, let me say it again. If you want to wait for someone else to do it, you'll be waiting a long time. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. 
Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. A long time. It's not going to come. There'll be more hopium, more people running for office, more people telling you that the next thing on the horizon is, well, we'll get them next time. We'll get them next time. We need to run a better campaign using the same machine, same algorithm, same uh, dirty politics, same money, same uh, elitist eat off of your flesh while destroying families around the nation. That is what they want you to wait for the next thing. Maybe, just maybe we'll do it. It's going to take some discomfort. It's going to take some sacrifice. And I, and I think it's great. I think it's great that they're going after Joe Biden. Great. It doesn't have any bearing on me. It doesn't have any bearing on you. It doesn't matter to me what they do with Joe Biden. It doesn't matter to me what Merrick Garland does. It doesn't matter. Why would that matter? How does that affect my life? How does that affect your life? How does some bureaucrat in Washington who's going to persecute and not prosecute, I mean, they had their chance with Koenig. They let him go. They had a grand ju jury indictment and they didn't even charge, they didn't even walk through the, the trial. They just dropped the charges against him. Do you think they care about you? You're a slave. You are an institutional slave. So I don't care what they do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay attention to it so long as they understand that we're just looking at it like, okay, some more kabuki theater, some more hopium, some more someone else is going to come to the table and do something to help you. But it's not really happening. That's not what's happening. What's happening is they're stripping us of our dignity, taking away our character, taking God out of our community, and then telling us that you don't have a voice. They're making you invisible. So let's talk about Jim Jordan really quick. This is a guy I actually really like. He's a wrestler, an Olympian, one of the best people out there. Jim Jordan, how far we've come. I, th this is where, th I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Go ahead and play it. Jamie, uh, so I would just start with this question. What part of Mr. Comer's presentation was Russian disinformation? I mean, never forget what happened on October 19th, 2020, 15 days before the most important election we have in our country. Who's going to be the next president of the United States? 15 days before that, Mr. Brennan, Mr. Clapper, and 49 other people signed a letter that said the following. It is for these reasons that we write to say that the arrival on the U.S. political scene of emails purportedly belonging to Vice President, Biden, uh, Vice president Biden's son, Hunter, has all the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation. They further went on to say, we want to emphasize that we do not know if the emails provided to the New York Post are genuine or not, just that our experience makes us deeply suspicious that the Russian government played a significant role in this case. And of course, that letter became the pretext for suppressing this story, again, just days before the most important election we have 
in our country. So I would ask this, was J.P. Morgan's suspicious activity report to the Treasury Department, was that just a classic earmark of a Russian information operation? How about when Hunter Biden sent the email that Mr. Comer pointed to, sent the email asking for keys to his new office space, one for himself, one for President Biden, one for his uncle Jim Biden, and one for the emissary for the chairman of the Chinese energy company, CFCC. Was that just Russian disinformation operation in place? What part of Mr. Comer's presentation prompted the FBI to go to Facebook and say, hey, 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 you want to be on the lookout for Russian misinformation here this election season? What part of his presentation would prompt that? And I think it's also important to understand, never forget how the story has changed. He goes in to talk about how the story's changed. And then he goes after the field office. This was interesting. Finally, someone's talking about the field office. We'll play just the first minute of this. But this, this talks about how the Washington field office, the, the swamps of all the swamps, are literally lying, cheating, stealing, and taking away from you. Go ahead and play it. So I think, that, that, I think there are all kinds of questions that need to be answered, and we're, we're determined to get there. Here's some of them that I have. Did the FBI brief Twitter as well? We know they briefed Facebook. We know that had an impact on the election. There's been surveys done where, where thousands and thousands of voters across this country said it might have impacted their decision in the election in 2020. Did the FBI brief any of the 51 former intelligence officials who signed that letter? Again, that letter that became the pretext for suppressing this story. Who did the briefings? Who briefed Facebook? Here's a name that I think is interesting. Timothy Tebold. So Mr. Tebow, now remember, we just did a report two weeks ago, <clears throat> Judiciary Committee, a report that uh, talked about the political influence and the political shenanigans going on in our Justice Department. Based on 14 FBI agents who've come talk to our office as, as whistleblowers, one of those agents said, and this is the term he used, he said, at the highest levels of the FBI, specifically the Washington Field Office, he said it's rotted to the core. Not talking about rank and file agents. They're doing good, good work. Talking about the top people at the Washington field office. We had another whistleblower who brought up the name Mr. Tebold and said Mr. Tebold is pressuring agents to catalog and categorize cases in a specific way to satisfy this narrative about domestic violence extremism. But what's interesting is a different whistleblower, one who didn't come to our office, a different whistleblower who went to Senator Grassley's office, said that Mr. Tebold, by the way, the head of the special agent in charge at the Washington field office, Mr. Tebold is also the guy who suppressed information about the Hunter Biden story in October of 2020. I'd like to talk to Mr. Tebold. In fact, we have asked to talk to Mr. Tebold, even though he said publicly, I welcome a chance to uh, answer questions. He's refused to come in and talk to us. That's someone we need to talk to. Why has the Biden administration suddenly changed their position on suspicious activity reports? Used to be, Mr. Comer wanted to see him, any member of Congress, any chairman wanted to see him, any ranking member wanted to see him, any member of Congress, any committee, you got a chance to see him. Suddenly, no, 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 we can't see him. I think, I think Mr. Comer and, and our team at the Oversight Committee would kind of like to see the other 148. They've seen two. They'd like to see the... Uh, Haven't seen him yet. Why? And keep in mind, this is a free pass. This is living in a house. Hunter Biden is living in a house that is funded by the government with his own secret service detail in Malibu, California. Living the life that probably cost us as taxpayers somewhere between three and five million dollars a month. That's it. On the beach, have a good time, steal from the American people, send money to Ukraine, 
treat you like a slave. How do you feel so much so so far about that? When we talked about Konak, mentioned it this morning. Who killed the Konak story? They killed it, killed it. Washington field off. Yeah. Done. So let's let's uh, dive into this last part for uh, for uh, Jim Jordan because he does talk about interfering the FBI interfering with elections. Well, we know that the CIA and the FBI are interfering with elections. We know that that's a thing. Go ahead and play it. It's a minute long. Um, we're committed to getting to the truth, the facts. We think that's what the American people are entitled to. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to help uh, Representative Comer and the team here at Oversight with uh, with our work on judiciary, but with a specific focus on what the FBI was doing. We know these 51 former intel officials; they got security clearance. How often are they talking to the FBI? Are they talking to the FBI? Who's doing the talking? Who's doing the briefing? Were they briefed? There's there's so many questions that need answers, so we can get to the bottom of this. And the final thing I would say is this: uh, a colleague of mine said this in a committee hearing a few weeks ago, uh, Mr. Gates. He said, "When is the FBI going to quit interfering with elections?" 2016, they spied on President Trump's campaign. 2018, it was the Mueller investigation. 2020, they suppressed information about the Hunter Biden story. 2022, they raided the president's home 91 days before the election. Maybe it'd be nice if the FBI and the Justice Department just stayed out of it and let we the people decide who we think should represent us, who we think should lead us. That's supposed to be how America works. So this is the focus on the Judiciary Committee, the political nature of the Justice Department, and the linkage now to what was happening with the Hunter Biden story, again, just 15 days before we have a presidential election. You know, I want to, I want to, I want to say it because no one else is saying it. The fraud is in the machines. They keep staying away from it. Why? Why do they keep staying away from the fraud is in the machines? What are they so afraid of? Why are they, why are they gaslighting the American people? And you, you can say whatever you want. You can come out and say, there's no fraud. There's no fraud in the machines. There's no election. There's no proof of widespread fraud. And I would tell you, you more, all you had to do is, is listen to, to Clay Parikh. Listen to Clay Parikh this morning on the show. He's an expert. He, he's not just an expert. He was the penetration tester. <laughs> he was the white hat ethical hacker. He was that guy. He worked on Dominion, ESNS, Smartmatic. He worked on it from 2008 to 2017. He brought these things to their attention. He met with them at the highest level at the EAC. He told them what was going on. He outlined everything that he is supposed to look for when he's doing cyber inspections. He did it today. Poll pads are not supposed to be connected to the internet. Here's what they were. Here's Joe, how you can tell that the, what, what is a poll pad downloading right after right after the, the polls close. And and now we're having a conversation about it and we're trying to figure out <laughs> we're, we're trying to figure out what is and is not true because the controlled opposition and people out there are dropping in things that aren't true. And they have people that are working on the ground saying, you got to do this, uh, you know, kinematic thing with the paper and everything. Get out of here. Stop. It's actually not that difficult to see the fraud. I, I operate with the simple philosophy that, you know what? I, you're not going to show us the source code. 
you're not going to address all of the anomalies and the system breakdowns and the and the paper issues and the jamming and the error rates and the the logs being deleted and precincts being jammed into one box. You're not, none of the behavioral deviations, the, the math and science deviations, none of the technology deviations. You're not going to address any of that. You're not going to address any of the lies and the cheat and the stealing and the deceit that you can't explain away, like the pipe that burst down in in, in uh, Georgia turned out to be a leaky toilet, or the ballots that came in in the middle of the night in the in the, the back of a truck with no covers to them, just a bunch of ballots, or the or the truck in in Georgia that was a shredder truck that was filled with ballots. We know what it was. We know what it was. And we know that Chris Wolf actually turned that back over to the, to the, the, uh, what was it? Uh, Georgia CB, GBI, Georgia Bureau of Investigations. Yeah. Handed it back over to him. And what they do? They took the truck out of the holding lot in a building across the street from a police station. They drove it down and they finished the shredding of those ballots. And one of the people that worked there, that worked for the shredding company said, I can't, I can't, I quit. I quit. Affidavits, 5,000 of them. I was going through them the other day. I saw a couple affidavits. I'm like, wait, what is this affidavit? You know, I can't, I can't sit here and tell you that, um, that I'm right. I can't sit here and tell it to you. You have to do the research yourself. I can't tell you you're a slave, but you are. And if you don't think that you're a slave and you don't, you think all of this is real, I mean, there's so much more that I want to go over with you. Well, so we have some stuff that we're going to talk about on the FTX. Yeah. On the FTX. And I don't know. I don't know if we have time to go over all of it. Uh, but I can kind of wrap it in a little bow. Um, so first of all, just before we move on, remember, uh, facts blast today. Justice is coming for the illegitimate government because we know the night of incumbent was a farce. Everything that we're talking about right now, all these absolutely ridiculous investigations that we paid for. Russiagate. Taxes. Show us the taxes. Uh, you know, two impeachments, all of this just compiles on top of each other. We spend millions and millions of dollars to do this, just like we've done with the voting machines, with, with all of this nonsense. And now we're actually seeing some of this being rolled out. And, you know, to your point, Joe, uh, it, it, this shouldn't be what directs us. That, oh, now, look, Congress is deciding to look into this. The, the big thing that is not seen on, in this country on the level of the people is the actual balance of power. Because we have in our minds what we've been told is the balance of power and what they dictate to us, why they keep using all, all of this force. The actual balance of power is we the people are the giant. They have convinced us that they are the giant, we are the David. And we, as soon as we make the choice to stand up as David, we realize that they're small, that they're weak, that they actually have no power, that we don't give them. That metaphor that you use the elephant tied to the ground you know, or tied to a string that's with the stick that's not even in the ground. That's, yeah. the, that's the perfect uh, example. But uh, so you can send your fax blast today. Now, we, we've been talking about CIA, right? 
Yeah. So I want everyone to think about this. All these people, we know they're actors. We just, I just found out that they actually have a casting company. They actually have an agent, an agency with a public website where they rent out these politicians. Uh, but they're all actors. And to be clear, all these investigations that are going on right now, they actually are very important because it is now finally all the things that were banned off Twitter, banned off all the socials, refused to be talked about. Mainstream media says it was debunked. Some people had to take that back, but they've still run with this, and now they're trying to make us forget, just like they did with all the COVID narratives, all this other stuff, that it ever happened, that they ever said that, that they ever tried to convince us that it wasn't real, that it was Russian disinformation. Oh, yeah. Like we just heard. But this is, this is actually huge because people are understanding the public opinion. But Congress is not going to fix it alone because it's still a swamp. And we just saw them steal the Senate from us. They're still trying to play games and pretend like we didn't win the House, even as, as recently as the last couple of days. Uh, but let's go back to the CIA stuff. I brought this up very briefly when we were on with Tori. Uh, this is on the CIA's website. This is Michelle, or I'm sorry, Natalie Tran, executive director of CIA. And here she is talking about creating social change. And what is a big highlight of this? Philanthropy, blah, blah, blah. Voting rights. And they are creating uh, the civic alliance. They are uh, engaging people to go become poll workers. What do you think this is? This is the CIA openly getting involved in our, in our elections. That whole documentary, if you look at their whole history, it's all overturning elections. And CAA is CIA. It is. That's exactly what it is. Guys, you, you, th you think this is a joke. You think this is, this is made up. And you're like, man, this is like Alex Jones level stuff. All right. So I got to show you Civic Alliance website because that was the whole, uh, and I can drop all the links to these. I went and I spent a few hours pulling up all these websites connected to the CAA. So mention the Civic Alliance. That was what they specifically created in there. That was Natalie Tran the executive director of CAA or CIA. So here's Civic Alliance, the thing that they, uh, they created for uh, creating social change to, you know, get people out to vote. Look at this. These are their, their members. Take a look at these companies, Joe. I mean, many of these companies, AMC Theaters, uh, Arabella Advisors. Oh, Amazon. Ara wow. Amerigo, Andros. Andela. Ariel Gordon. <laughs> Asherian. Wow. Atlas Go. There's so many. Best Buy. Ben and Jerry's. Wow. Look at this. Blue Apron. BP. Look at this massive number of, com of companies. All of which are members. Look at this. Comedy Central. Columbia. All these part of the Civic Alliance, who is the CIA pushing people to go out and talk to people about voting. There was an entire article about that. There was one, they're, they're paying people $300 to go out and talk to people about voting. One of the most effective ways you can get involved is to go talk to people. We'll pay, we'll pay you 300 bucks to go talk to people about how they're going to vote in the upcoming election. Look at all these sponsors. Hilton. Mentor. In initiate. I'm not even close. Look at all these. These are all the sponsors for their playbook. Yep, so MLBs in there. Yeah. I mean, how? 
Civic Alliance, created by CIA. Look at all this. Okay, so two more things I got to show you. All right. I'll play. All right, so that was Civic Alliance. Now, we were talking about crypto, right? This whole FTX scandal. Well, man, F the CAA had this linked on their website. What? Look at this. Why so many, what does it say? Why so many celebrities or what? Are shilling for crypto. Yeah. And the whole article goes through to talk about all of these big names, why they would back crypto, non-fungible tokens during the big games, and how they are all endorsing crypto. It names a lot of names, you know, Damon Paris Hilton, Jimmy Fallon. Mentioned specifically, Jimmy Fallon is uh, represented by CAA. And it, you see how they, how they phrase this? A potential to mine uh, NFTs for movie and TV shows idea, blah, 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 blah. And they're pushing all this like it's a creative, uh, like it's a creative outlet. It's all NFT. And so one more article, just remember that. That was from CA's website. Here's the one that got me. This was June of this year. This was NPR. And this is an interesting interview. The Celebrity Crypto Nexus. And I'm going to skip down. Uh, you can find those. NFTs, of course. I mean, why not? Have Hunter Biden in the middle of this one too, huh? Yep. But wait, but wait. Down here, they mention CAA. So why is it, Juan says, we're now arriving at the final stop of our Hollywood crypto tour, the offices of CAA. CAA will send a team of, this is how <laughs> he responds, a highly team trained of assassins to kill me if I directly accuse them of pushing NFTs and other clients. But notable, I do think, that they have a somewhat outsized stake in, the, in this world in the way so far that it doesn't seem like other big management or talent agencies in Hollywood do. And what it's saying is that CAA, they admitted this on, on NPR, they're going out, they're signing all these massive Hollywood celebrities who are signed with the CIA. They're going out and using them to push all this crypto stuff, which they did for, uh, you know, for FTX, which was entirely an operation. Entire thing's an operation. It all connects to the FBI, all connects to the elections. The FTX thing was directly involved in the elections. They came out and found that they had that, those donation lines, which were literally Trump lost or Trump will lose, whatever it was. None of this got picked up. None, none of this got, got noticed, got investigated. They want us to believe that, that no one actually noticed. This whole thing has been an op. And CAA has been using these celebrities just as they have been to drive the culture. They use these celebrities just like they got all those idiots to come out and say, yeah, we have to come out and tell you with a bunch of famous people that Hillary's going to win the election because Hillary's going to win the election. And so this whole thing all of our popular culture, they've been pushing all this nonsense. You know, all these poor idiot, uh, you know, millennials and, and young people who don't know any better buying into this thing because they think it's trendy and, you know, they can, they can actually have some level of success in their life because they've been robbed of everything else. And the whole thing was a CIA op. From the actual, uh, from the exchanges to all these celebrities pushing it, the funds going over to Ukraine, which ironically is a CIA, you know, country basically, and then coming back to the Democratic Party. Who's staffed by the CIA? Right. And there, there you go, full circle, right there. Yeah. So we, it, it, 
we, we keep talking about it. I want to work the problem. So I want to finish this up because we're out of time. Um, he, here's the thing, guys. We're going to Arizona. I'm going to Arizona. I'll be there tomorrow. I'll be tweeting. The, well, I won't be tweeting because I'm kicked off Twitter. I think I got kicked off on Sunday, though. So I'll be back to tweeting on Sunday. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill up my Twitter deal for Conservative Daily on Elon, make a decision, pick a side. Free speech or no free speech, stop the moderators from stopping us from having a conversation about election fraud. It's everywhere. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone wants to talk about it because it is absolutely everywhere and the evidence is clear. And you're a rocket scientist, so if you want to, we'll feed, we will literally come to you, Elon. We'll come to you and we will show you the election fraud and you can pick it apart. You can pick the whole thing apart, Elon. And then when you get to the bottom of it, then you can make a decision on whether or not what we're saying is credible. In the meantime, I'll be putting stuff out on True Social and I'm putting things in other areas. I think that we have to get to a place where we start doing, and they're so afraid. They send, they send their B team or C team into the comments to be trolls. They, see, they send their, their, their pedophile trash they send him in Coomer. I mean, he doesn't have a job, so maybe that's a good place for him. But they send him in here to, to do it because they're afraid. They're afraid of you. So get to Arizona. I'll be there. There'll be lots of people there. Lots and lots and lots of people there. We'll be going live there. It's going to be great. We're going to have a party, and we're going to shut it down. Go to Arizona and shut it down. A couple things. Bring enough water. Bring enough food. Bring enough provisions. Bring a tent, bring something to protect yourself with. Simple, right? Very simple. All right. And while you're there, just a couple of rules of engagement. Be wise as a serpent. Do not. Yeah. You got mean, mainstream media. You've got people who come in acting like, uh, you know, like some of these, some of these agents. Yeah. Don't bite. There's no toleration of violence, of illegal activity, vandalism. If they try to drive you to do some stupid stuff, don't go sit in the middle of the highway. We're there to enjoy ourselves and peacefully assemble. That's our First Amendment right. Be respectful to law enforcement. Don't talk to the media. You are the media. We are the media. Document everything. If people are doing dumb stuff and you, you, you see some fed boys rolling in, document it. Throw it up on socials. Do, do not pretend that they have any control of the narrative anymore because they don't. Right. And by the way, see something, say something. I will see you there. We shut it down. And the more and more people that we bring out, the more and more people that will come out. This is going to be something that happens before Thanksgiving. They had the chance. They had the chance by the close of business today. They didn't do it. So let's go ahead and pray. Oh. oh. Sorry. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have to be here today. I'm sorry we couldn't make it funny, Father. Sorry we didn't incorporate humor into this. But I'm, I, we are very grateful for the opportunity we have to speak about truth. We are grateful, Father, for the opportunity to not only just speak about truth, but to be able to hold it out there and to empower others to walk that truth into the community and to, to help people wake up wake up to the realization that they are slaves. And Father, I know that you don't want us in bondage. You don't want us to be slaves. So Father, I would ask you to give us the path forward. 
Give us the courage. Give us the strength. Give us the stamina. Give us the wisdom, Father. We can walk a path that honors you. Help us to be warriors, Father. And, and Father, help us, help us not to take a, take, take a position that would make us or encourage us to become victims. Help us, Father, we may, we may do the right thing always. We may unite under the, the one thing that I think is most important, and that is that we are Americans. And we deserve to have freedom, not the illusion thereof. Uh, help us this weekend, Father, we may spend time with our families. Help us as we move into Thanksgiving week that we may show our thanks and our gratitude to others. And we may serve our community and the people around us as we break down the walls and the barriers of these facades that exist in our society and around the world. Help us, Father, to break down the evil that we face. And Father, help us to send the evil back to the hole it came from. I ask for all of these things, Father, an encouragement and a special blessing on those that are listening, and especially those people in Arizona and that are going to Arizona. I ask you just to put your hand on their, on their shoulder and give them peace. I ask for all of these things, Father, humbly in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All right, well, <sighs> here we go. We're off and off. Guys, I will see you um, Monday. I will be talking to you on social channels, all of them. You pick it. I'll be on it. Um, I'll try to push it to one channel, and then we have a team that will put it out to other channels, but uh, we'll see you then. Remember, keep your eyes focused. Head up, eyes forward. Go into the weekend, and make sure that you are an ambassador and a purveyor of truth. Truth will set you free, and it's the one thing that, man, once it's brought into light, it's the best disinfectant. God bless you all. I'll see you Monday. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.